Hi guys, welcome Hi. back. I've got Tracy here again. She's a spiritual alignment coach. Correct me please, what's the right terminology? Spirit alignment mentor. Okay, spirit alignment mentor. I have a bit of a thing with the word coach. Okay, fair enough. Mm. A lot of it is coaching though, right? No. Advising. Guiding. Guiding. Yep. Okay. Teaching. Mm-hmm. Mentoring because I've done it. Mm-hmm. I only mentor with what I've done, where I've been yes. myself. Whereas coaches, yes. coaches aren't always what you are looking to be. True. Okay. Coaches yep. are more motivators. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes they need to find the inspiration for you. Mm-hmm. They they can help you achieve your goals. They can help help you stay accountable. Mm-hmm. Whereas a mentor is someone who has done what it is that you're doing. Yes. So I get the mentor side of your spirit alignment mentor. Mm-hmm. Can we talk a bit more about the spirit alignment side of that? Right. So you've got your spiritual being having a human experience yeah when you're having your human experience the idea is that if you can get aligned with your spiritual being then you're having the human experience that is for your highest good for your soul sure yeah so working with someone to mentor them to bring them into an alignment Mm -hmm. with their spirit Mm -hmm. which in another word for essence or another word for unique experience like in the uniqueness yeah yeah um your them, essence yeah bringing yeah. them into alignment is about bringing them into what is for their highest good and mm-hmm. teaching them ways to do that teaching them ways to recognize it yeah and so the ways that we can uh do that is to learn tools and techniques that i teach people mm-hmm. so you know, you ask about intuition. I, mm-hmm. I only ever call it intuition when I'm teaching, mm-hmm. but I don't ever refer to my own intuition mm-hmm. because it's my higher self. It's not my intuition. Mm-hmm. Your intuition is the language that your higher self speaks. Mm-hmm. Yeah? yeah? Yeah. So I have a bit more of a clearer or a well-defined and closer relationship with my higher self. Mm-hmm. So I just miss out the way that the intuition Yep. speaks and just say my higher self says because <laughs> mm-hmm. that's what it's like for me. Mm-hmm. So the types of tools and techniques that you can use to be able to hone in on that mm-hmm. and to uh, clarify it and mm-hmm. and bring that um, the the direction and, and also being able to understand it mm-hmm. and recognize it, they're all different but it really comes down to energy. Mm-hmm. It's all energy is all at the base of all of it which is why i love the whole science mm-hmm. spiritual merge yeah uh quantum was, physics yeah because yeah. i'm so aware of what i do is so science mm. and it's a it's a blend of both yeah um and you really have to think hard about that because initially when you think about what you do and science some people may think that they're worlds apart some types of science are. Yep, yep. But the science that is associated, like quantum physics, mm-hmm. uh, that's not. Mm. It's one in the same almost. It's energy, right? Mm. It's frequencies. Mm-hmm. Yep. Plain and, and simple really. Yeah. 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 And so some frequencies are more intelligent than others mm-hmm. in the way that we speak mm-hmm. and communicate. Mm. Um, so the different tools and techniques are ones that, you know, you start off with the foundationals, the the energetic principles, mm-hmm. understanding energy, mm-hmm. understanding light and dark, mm-hmm. understanding uh, your present and your past mm-hmm. before you can understand your future. Mm-hmm. So being able to recognize how you got where you got mm-hmm. now, like how you are where you are now in your present. Mm-hmm. And you can sort of use hindsight to see where you were out of alignment mm. and then that way you've got a bit of a, a marker to determine what feels like in alignment and what feels like out of alignment. Mm-hmm. So you learn tools to, to notice that. Mm-hmm. And so all of that space in between is what you would call intuition. Mm-hmm. Is it like taking a long, hard look at yourself and your life patterns 
Yeah, a lot of it is psychological. A lot of it is human psychology or practical psychology. Your choices and why you made those choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because your human part of you, your ego made those choices. Mm. And so when you want to live a more spiritually aligned life, you need to start recognizing those different elements of yourself. You need to recognize that you've got a few different parts of you uh, creating your human experience right now. Mm-hmm. And if you want to, you don't have to live a full human earth, low vibrational existence. You Mm -hmm. can live one that's more enlightened Mm -hmm. and that way you don't perceive things the same way. So that's really all it is. It's just a shift in perception. So Mm -hmm. I'm living a human experience just like you and everybody else is, except when something bad happens to most people, I don't see it as bad. Mm Mm-hmm. It's just, it's all about perception because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. everything's happening for me, not to me. So, so it's a chance to grow. It's a expand. Chance to learn. Yeah. Mm. And it gets really heavy and mm. deep mm-hmm. in the beginning mm-hmm. until you understand it. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes very simple and easy and second nature. Mm-hmm. Most of my students will, they're all like, it's just, it's, it's laughable almost mm-hmm. for them how, mm-hmm. how, the contrast between where they were just 12 months ago to where they are now and the changes that have happened in their life simply because of their shift in being aligned or not aligned. Mm-hmm. And the shift in perspective, like you were saying. Yeah, well, the, at first it's a shift in perspective. Mm-hmm. Like that's the first part of it. Mm-hmm. It's to get that perception. But you have to be able to be willing to face Mm. Uh, the dark as much as you face the light and realize that the dark is all part of it. Mm-hmm. You know, people are so afraid, humans are so afraid of suffering, of pain, of darkness. Yeah. But it is equal, just like our spirit guides are half half. Yeah. The darkness is just as powerful as the light. Mm-hmm. You, you get to choose whether the vibration of that darkness is low or whether it's high. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the way that I teach it, all dark vibration is high. Mm hmm. So when you're talking about the dark, is that your shadow self, so yes. to speak? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would never, ever, ever call it that, but yes. Okay. These days it's what a lot of people call it. Yeah, that's what I've heard it termed as. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a similar concept. Why is it something that you would never, ever say? Um, I find that these uh, terms just spirit doesn't like them. Oh, yeah? So I don't use them. Uh-huh. Yeah. My language is always like I'm not saying that I'm right. Yeah. But my language is evolved from what spirit teaches me, not mm-hmm. what humans really teach me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if spirit doesn't use it, I don't use it. Yeah. So you just say light dark. Yeah. 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 Um and it's like the whole inner child, mm-hmm. shadow self. Mm-hmm. I find that it's another label. Mm-hmm. when we've already got a label. Mm-hmm. Like it already has it. It, it. it doesn't need to be renamed 20 different ways. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, with the getting into alignment, we go all the way back to birth. We go all the way back yep. to the beginning. Yep. And it is what some people would refer to as that inner child work. Mm-hmm. But it takes me probably 20 minutes to journey mm-hmm. through it with someone. Mm-hmm. Mm. Because my goal is not to sit there and stay there. Mm. It's to understand it Mm -hmm. from a psychological perspective so Mm. that it's in your conscious mind Mm -hmm. and you get it. Mm. Um, It's to shift the perception of what the universe was doing for you Mm -hmm. rather than what you think Mm. was happening to you. Yeah. And then shows you how you developed your patterns Mm. of human self to evolve Mm -hmm. or contract and shows you where you contracted and could have expanded. Mm -hmm. So we do in effect heal the inner child, Mm. but it's not a big six week journey Mm -hmm. of inward journeying. And I'm not saying that, that that's not cool. And I'm not saying no, that there's it's not something beautiful. for everyone. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And it's it just com- not how you roll. Exactly. It just mm-hmm. comes down to the some people are going to hear what I say. Yeah. And some people aren't. Absolutely. And it's the same with everybody else. And I just don't hear that stuff. Yep. Yeah. Um, 
And I, I, I mean, you know, I'm a solutions person. So it's like, okay, this is the problem that all I need to know is the problem. And I don't want to talk about the problem. I just want to get it done. Like mm. I don't want it to be a problem yep. further past this last second. Yep. Like that's it. It's not a problem anymore. Mm-hmm. It's from A to B, the quickest I can get to B with the path of least resistance. Mm-hmm. And, but also the one of the highest good. Yep. And so that's what I'm doing for everyone. Mm-hmm. And I, I just think I'm really fortunate to have spirit and the universe bring me the people who are ready to hear it this way mm-hmm. because I'm not fluffy. No. And <laughs> Not one bit of fluff on you, love. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. You don't mess around. You don't beat around the bush. Because time but is so, so, so crucial. In this whole scheme of things. And that is my number one, Mm. uh, my number one priority Mm. is to not waste someone's time any further. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You still do it with a lot of love though, is what I was going to say. Exactly. You don't beat around the bush. You're not fluffy. No woo-woo in you. But you do it with a lot of love compassion I mm. think um mm-hmm. and a knowing because I've done it mm. and I know what it felt like to go through it mm-hmm. so I know what you need me to be which is what makes you the mentor that's mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Get it. but before I mentor someone I put them through a set of questions where I ask them you know what's your learning style mm. do you like to be nurtured and Whipped. softly spoken to do you um, kick those ones out the door then? yeah <laughs> I don't reply. <laughs> Refund. Um, but that's the thing, you know, like I don't mentor everyone. Yeah. A lot of people ask mm. and so I just know because mm. um, I'm not doing it for the money. I'm not doing it for the how many clients I ticked over this, this yeah. week or this yeah. month. Yeah. It's what it's resonates, not my thing. right? Yeah. 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 Because it's my energy too and yeah. my time. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I just can't afford to waste mine or anyone else's anymore. Mm. And I want people to understand that too. Mm-hmm. Stop using your time and abusing it. Yep. Yep. Go and do your inner child stuff, but do it in the shortest amount possible because you do not mm. need to sit in it. No. Get out. Exactly. Of it. But yep. again, only the souls that are ready to hear it this way yep. will resonate with that. Others will be saying, no, you're too hard or, mm-hmm. you know, I need more time. And well, that's okay. That's why there's lots of people exactly. like yourself. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what I love about it. Yeah. That there's someone for everyone. Yeah. So when one is talking about delving into the world Mm -hmm. of all things spiritual, um, when someone like myself came to you for the first time for a reading and I really had no idea about um, my spiritual team per se, my spirit guides, um, that was interesting to hear that I had spirit guides. Mm. Um, I knew nothing about that. So you really started at the start and so that's sort of what I'd love to chat with you about now and just um, outline that who we've got who Mm -hmm. are our team players yeah if you will sure so spirit guides were never people who were alive okay so a lot of people will ask me who are my guides is it my grandma or is it uh-huh. my mom my dad or yep. whatever anyone that they can recognize as passed over yep and that's not what a spirit guide is so there's yeah there's a difference right there's people that come through in readings for you but they're not your spirit guides mm. all right so a spirit guide is an energetic being okay that was never human okay we each have two Mm-hmm. That belong to our soul. Right. So your soul has two spirit guides attached to it. And those spirit guides are with you in every realm that your experience exists in. So in the human experience, your two spirit guides are with you. Mm-hmm. In your after de- afterlife, so in death, mm-hmm. the spirit guides are with you. When you're past that, they're with you. They're mm-hmm. with your soul. They're just always with you and they're with you in every incarnate. So mm-hmm. every time you have a human experience, they're there. Mm-hmm. And so your spirit guides know you better than anything else that I have access to mm-hmm. and that you have access to. 
So they are energetic beings and if you can think about them just as light vibration, mm-hmm. which is all they are. Mm-hmm. But what they do is they they encompass, they hold everything that is of balance. So if you think of the yin and the yang symbol, mm-hmm. it's like the, the spirit guides have within their energy masculine, feminine, light, dark, heavy, light, all of the opposites that wouldn't mm-hmm. that equal balance. So you can't have light without dark and you can't have dark without mm-hmm. light. And mm-hmm. so they exist as oneness. Mm-hmm. So they're like your ultimate oneness. Mm-hmm. And when obviously I have my two mm-hmm. and you have your two mm-hmm. and so does every other client that I ever come in contact with and so does people in spirit okay. that have crossed over. Right. So whenever I am uh, psychically looking at your past, your present and your future, mm-hmm. I'm usually most of the time getting that information from your spirit guides. Right. Because they know you better than anyone. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm getting the information from your loved ones in spirit, but mm-hmm. I never call them spirit guides. Mm-hmm. So spirit guides speak to me using my psychic abilities, mm-hmm. just like people who have died speak to me. Mm-hmm. using my psychic abilities. So the communication is the same. Yep. Except the source is different. And you know the difference because of your experience? Yeah. Or they don't come out and identify themselves. No. You just know there's that knowingness as mm. to who it is that you're communicating with. Yeah, it's an energy thing. Yep. I feel it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an awareness of just knowing when I'm with, with spirit guides. Mm-hmm. And I'm always with them. Like whenever I'm with another human. Yep. Are they here right now? Yes. What are they saying? <laughs> Tell me. They're saying, don't do that to me during a podcast recording. <laughs> we spent a bit it's of time fluffing about. This is not the way it works. Prior. Um, usually they'll tell me what I need to know. Right. Yeah. Unless I ask. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So before I started doing this professionally, uh, they would tell me things about random people all the time. Like I'd be grocery shopping, yeah, and I'd just walk past someone shopping, buying Vegemite, and you yeah. know, and I would hear things about them, or <laughs> I would just know things. And I'm not getting that because I'm a mind reader, yeah, and I'm not getting that for any other reason than my yeah. guides are talking to your guides, and I'm listening. Okay, yeah. And then when you honed in on your experience, I realized that I could turn that down and I didn't have to listen to it all all the time yeah yeah I didn't know that I could do that yeah until I knew I did until you could Mm. well until I fell pregnant and then when I was pregnant it all turned off and I was like wow there is an off (gasps) didn't know if I was going to get it back though until I wasn't pregnant anymore which I did get it back did you care um I did in a little bit because I felt disconnected from myself yeah because it's my, it's part of my identity. Mm. Um, it felt lonely. Mm. I didn't realize, and because I wasn't prepared for it, I didn't, I mm. didn't expect it. I, I had no idea, and there's no one, there was no one to talk to about it either. Mm. Like I couldn't explain it for starters. I could not articulate what I meant. Yeah, yeah. It's like turning the lights off and all the volume down mm. and not feeling anything. And all of a sudden you're left with your own thoughts, your own visions and your own feelings and they're just yours. Unlike the rest of us. Exactly. Well, <laughs> that's what you think. Mm. Yeah, true. Good point. Um, so do you know why that is? Is that a common thing among people like yourself? Does not that, that happen? Not necessarily. I've never pregnancy. heard of anyone else say it. Yeah. That it all drops away in pregnancy. Mm. Yeah. Oh, don't okay. know. Some people will say that it drops away um, when they're going through high periods of stress and oh, okay. like yep. when they're grieving, which makes so much sense mm-hmm. because your vibration's dropping. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. But I don't understand why when I'm pregnant my vibration dropped. It just uh, – I haven't been able to figure it out yet. I don't think just, I'm meant to figure it out yet. Yeah. Okay. It'll come when it when it. Otherwise comes. you would know. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, but my – I felt like my spirit guides – weren't there, which they were. They mm. obviously know what you need better than what you need. Yes, that's right. Um, but it's just interesting, isn't it? It is. It's fascinating. And interestingly, even further, is um, that I was 
not knowing it at the time, but just after I had my first baby, my grandmother died. Uh-huh. And then just after my grandmother died, I fell pregnant with the twins and then and miscarried the twin. Mm. And then Luca was born dead mm. and brought to life. And so I always have this wonder mm. about whether or not it has something to do with not so much that it turned off when I'm pregnant, but just that it was a, a strange coming and going of the of the soul's energetic thing that was protecting Tracy to have her human experience. Mm-hmm. And it really has nothing to do with turning off when I'm pregnant. It was just a coincidence that it happened at that time. Mm. I don't know. Like I could talk about it forever, mm. but it's something that, I mean, I don't have all the answers. No, no. Um, and it's just something that I ponder and think about. And when I have time and mm-hmm. when I'm ready, I know that universe, universe will mm-hmm. maybe take me through that and help me understand that a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, because then when I was pregnant with Alaska, uh, I didn't lose anyone. Like there was no mm. life or death then, but my abilities were gone. So same thing, every pregnancy. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm. Yeah. Wow. So I don't know. I don't know. I, don't I know. guess you don't have to know, do you? It's just, yeah. it's interesting no matter where you are in this experience, there's always something that's mm. mystifying and intriguing and yeah. That sounds like it could be one of them. Mm. Mm. So back to spirit guides, they um, they they're like your your everything. They just mm. they're your essence. They know you in every single like speck of mm-hmm. your being, mm-hmm. and they can't lie. Mm. So that's why I always say that I will believe what your guides are saying over what you're saying. Mm-hmm. You might not be intentionally lying mm-hmm. or being ignorant or whatever, mm. but you just don't have the awareness yet. But your guides definitely have an awareness. And mm. obviously if they're letting me know what that is and they're trusting me with the deliverance of the of the awareness, mm. then it's time for you to have that awareness mm-hmm. and it will plant that seed, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which everyone knows that's what I like to do. Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, so then people that have crossed over, like your loved ones who are now in spirit, I yep. wouldn't call them your guides. And in a session with me, I will usually say uh, they and then I'll say to the client, when I say they, I'm always referring to your spirit guides and I quickly explain to them what spirit guides are. Yep. Unless I tell you otherwise. And if it is yep. coming from somewhere else, it'll be from those who have crossed over and I will tell you who they are as they come through. Yeah, because they identify themselves or they, they try to, don't they? They do. Yep, yep. And uh, the, the, where the energy comes from or where the information comes from, the source moves. So spirit guides, it's like, um, you know, in The Wizard of Oz, how uh, – Dorothy goes into the land of Oz and you hear the wizard speak and it kind of comes from every direction. Like yeah. it's, the yep. sound is all around All you. around, yeah. That's what it's like with spirit guide mm-hmm. speaking to me. Right, okay. But when it comes from someone who has died, mm-hmm. it comes from a distinct area which is to my right mm-hmm. and behind like from my peripheral. Okay. And the sound comes from there yep. 99% of the time. Mm-hmm. So I know that it's not coming from your guides from mm-hmm. where it comes from mm-hmm. and it feels different. So spirit mm-hmm. guide information and source come, the energy is a much higher vibration. Mm-hmm. Like it is so much more superior mm-hmm. to those who have crossed over. Mm-hmm. And then those who have crossed over, it sort of sits uh, just a little bit higher than human. Okay. So not that much higher. No, not to me in terms of being able to understand it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, frequency moves in very small increments but makes such a big difference, I guess. Mm, mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. When you, it, doesn't take, uh, it doesn't take much to make a big difference. Yeah. Yep. And when someone dies and they are in, back in their soul form, in their spiritual form, that's not how I'm speaking to them. Mm-hmm. So for them to speak to me, they've lowered their vibration Mm-hmm. And I have raised my vibration. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about resting in peace and people will ask me all the time, you know, are they okay? Are they yeah. are they resting, you know, and are they okay? Are they happy? And, yeah, they all are. 
all of them are, yeah. except when they are held down uh, by humans who are in their low vibration. So mm-hmm. humans that are really suffering with grief mm-hmm. or even anger and resentment or anything against the person who has died. Yeah. Yeah. Then that keeps the spirit who has come down. It keeps them closer to earth which keeps them at a lower vibration which means they're not resting in peace Mm, you're mm -hmm. keeping them from resting in peace by prolonging your grief and suffering Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. does that make sense uh yes um but then to further ask questions about that um i've heard time and time again that those people that have passed over are around us Mm -hmm. and if we want to feel their presence than to speak their names out loud. So is that keeping their vibration low or is that different? That's keeping their vibration lower than what it is when they're in their spiritual form, like fully in their spiritual form. But the the way that you're holding them is with love. So it's the intention behind it as well. Yeah. So So that makes a difference. Yeah, because energy attracts energy at Uh the same frequency. Sure. So if you're thinking... I miss you, but yep. in a beautiful way. Yeah. In a loving, kind, yeah. I miss you, but graceful way. Yeah. Then they're here mm-hmm. because your energy has called them. Mm-hmm. They're here and they're being held here in a loving, kind, peaceful energy. Yeah. But if you're thinking, fuck you, you're an asshole for leaving me <laughs> and you didn't leave me any money, you've left me in this pickle or whatever the reason yes. why. Yeah. Then yep. when you are thinking about whoever this he is, when he's here, yeah. He's being held in low vibrational. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm. Yeah. And so when I speak to them, they have become human enough for it to be relevant for me to interpret for you. Yeah. Because there is no way that you would understand the way that they speak and the way that they converse and consciously communicate. Yeah. Yeah. It has to be their vibration has to come down mm-hmm. and mine has to go up past human. Yeah. To even meet, meet in the medium. Way. Yeah. In the medium. Oh, that's That's why nice. it's called a medium. That's great. Hmm. I haven't heard that before. But oh, really? How perfect is that? Because hmm. we meet in the medium. Yep. Like so it. that's why the difference between some mediums yep. can literally be about how high they can get their vibration. Mm-hmm. So you've got to be really good at getting it up there really quickly to... To, to work a crowd as well, mm-hmm. to be able to do a live event and yeah. uh, do spirit sessions, for example. Mm-hmm. I have to be very conscious of my vibration being really high, my consciousness being up, but still to be a human <laughs> yeah. and to be personable and relatable. Yeah, yeah. And so when you do something in real life, like earlier on this year you did a bit of a tour mm-hmm. before coronavirus mm-hmm. came along um, and I was lucky enough to go down to Melbourne with you. Um, and I'm just speaking of that experience as opposed to now you've been doing a lot of stuff online. Mm. How does, does that make it trickier online things or is for you with the the connections all being energy, is it just the same whether you're in real life or whether you're doing something on? In terms of the connection with me and spirit, it makes no difference. Mm -hmm. However, when I raise my vibration, and depending on how busy the room is with energy from spirit, it messes with technology. Yes. So that's the only thing that really makes it difficult and throws a spanner in the works with it all. Yeah. Because spirit messes with technology. Well, and that would be fun. And I'm, I've seen that a bit sometimes on Facebook and that kind of thing. And yeah, it's just... it happens all the time with me. Yeah. I think they might even be doing it a little bit right now with your microphone. It's funny. <laughs> they could be doing it with yours. <laughs> mm, but they're not. That's what I'm saying. They, yeah, no. It's all right. Because it's usually not me that they'll that they'll affect. Uh-huh. So, you know, like you'll have seen on spirit sessions, for example, where yeah. um, or even if I just do something live, mm-hmm. everyone's fine until it comes down to their turn to talk. And then all of a sudden it's yeah. not fine and they'll drop out. Yeah. And it's just because their energy, that's the the power of yeah. the energetic connection. Yeah. Um, and so it can be difficult because the the people, the humans that I'm speaking to, they don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. They, they're just there. And so I have to do it. Yeah. So it can, uh, it can get tricky in yeah. terms of managing the third part of the process, which is the technology 
flowing with the energy going through it. Yeah. But my connection to what I can hear and receive makes no difference because we meet in a different place. Mm -hmm. Sounds so strange, but (laughs) we meet in a different plane. Yep. And that doesn't, that transcends technology. Mm -hmm. But the way that it travels is through technology. Well, it has to, especially in the modern age and especially Mm. now at this point in time. Mm. But because spirit can use power to gain strength, there's the extra element of them drawing energy from my (laughs) tech... From my equipment and from your equipment. Yeah. And I can't do, I can't manage your equipment. No, it would be nice. So for all the <laughs> listeners, my mic stand keeps dropping. And although it's tightened and it feels solid when I try and move it back, it just keeps on dropping. Yeah. So there's some variables when it comes to delivering it yep. via technology. Mm-hmm. But it really is not a variable that is in terms of my connection. Yeah. I can still reach your loved ones in spirit. They can still reach me and we can still have the exact same quality of connection. Yeah. It's just that we now have another tool to yeah. that has to help us deliver it and that's the technology is the is the part that mucks it up. Yes. Which makes it interesting. Mm. We always have to adapt. Yeah. I do love though that technology allows me to be able to do what I do for people. Yeah, it's it's pretty awesome. Like it, I will always have the patience and put up with the technology issues mm-hmm. because the benefit far outweighs. Yep, the frustration. I think anyway. Well, I think in this recent time we've all had a chance to grow and learn how to use a bit more all of of technology. Um, True. Homeschooling's fun on Zoom, isn't it? <laughs> fun is not the correct word. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, we're all getting some time in with technology, whether we like it or not. It's all just this time to grow. I'm there. I'm th- um, probably never been more thankful for it, though. Yes. Yep. It's a nice distraction as well. Mm. It allows some mum time. Mm. <laughs> so, yes. So people who have crossed over, I won't refer to them as spirit guides. I will talk to them, sure. talk about yep. them mm-hmm. as your loved ones in spirit. Mm-hmm. So when you're talking about spirit guides, the two spirit guides that everybody has, Mm -hmm. and when you're talking about things like intuition and gut feelings, where do spirit guides play a role in that? Are they the people or are they the energies giving us those feelings? Are they related at all? Sometimes. Just sometimes. So your intuition is your higher self Mm -hmm. and your higher self is not your spirit guides. Mm -hmm. Your higher self is your individual higher self. Mm-hmm. So your spirit guides, you only have, you have the same spirit guides for every every time you exist in any way, shape or form mm-hmm. as, as a being. Yep. Your higher self comes into existence when you're having a human experience. Okay. So it's like the highest part of you that is alive Mm-hmm. and having part of your experience because as a human you don't just have your hum your humanness your physical body is not the only part of your human experience mm-hmm. and so your higher self is the highest part of that human experience okay, it's, okay. and it's individual to you it's unique to you just so, like your mm-hmm. spirit is unique to you yeah and then the soul is slightly different. Yeah. Our soul. Yeah. Your soul yep. is the umbrella mm-hmm. of all of your spirits. Mm-hmm. So there's the soul. Mm-hmm. And then there's your spirit, your individual spirit. Inside your soul. Yep. Yep. And our highest self is there for each spirit? Yes. Okay. And then our spirit guides are off. Spirit guides are out of your soul. Out of the whole soul. Mm. Okay. Right. Uh, they're like part of the consciousness, the oneness. Mm-hmm. They don't um, They don't fix. Like they're not fixed. Mm-hmm. They're associated with. All. Yeah. Um, so you can only have one human experience at a time. Yes. So your soul is having 
a human experience right now Mm -hmm. and it's your and the spirit is Laura Mm -hmm. and when you die you'll go back to your soul and Mm -hmm. when I want to speak to you as a medium Mm -hmm. I will be speaking to your spirit of your soul Mm -hmm. but then I could also be speaking to another past life of yours can you Mm -hmm. that's something you do as well Mm. so I could have a client come in here tomorrow and she wants to contact her great-grandfather. Yep. And her great-grandfather might be of the same soul as yours. Might be. Hmm. Not always. Uh, probably definitely not. Like the okay. chances of that oh, right, happening right. would be very slim. But just as, <laughs> just as an example. How uncanny. <laughs> <laughs> what are the chances? Oh, what a convenience. <laughs> um, yeah, so you can be having a spirit mm-hmm. having an earth experience mm-hmm. a human experience but then as a medium still be able to contact past lives of your soul of that yeah attached mm. to that spirit attached to that soul well the spirit attached to that soul yeah okay <laughs> it's a lot to wrap one's head around it especially is. for someone like me who's and i'm visualizing it too like uh-huh. i'm trying to draw a picture for everyone and <laughs> See, I'd love a picture, but I just it into yeah, your brain. I would love a picture, but it's hard to know where to begin sometimes. Mm. Um, but it's clearer. It's just so much to sort of take in from a whole new world. Mm. Yeah, um, that some may dare to say we consciously cho- choose to forget in order to have a human experience. We mm. want to have our human experience almost in ignorance of that at some level. So Absolutely. we can just have our human experience and not worry about all of that. And that comes down to how evolved your soul is. Mm-hmm. The more evolved the soul, the more evolved the human experiences will be mm-hmm. of that soul. What's an, ev- an evolved human experience? So like I have, I'm having an evolved human experience. Uh-huh. Everyone is yep. of their last experience. Yep. It's just that evol- m- more souls that are more evolved. Mm-hmm are souls that have a greater awareness or consciousness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. That makes total sense. Mostly. (laughs) (laughs) If you could just see her face, she's like, that makes total sense. But her face is just like, what the fuck? (laughs) It kind of like the penny drops. Yeah. On one side and then you're like, but... More questions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just so funny. That's what we're here for. It is. It's true. But then... They all sort of come at once and then it leaves me with that look on my face. <laughs> <laughs> Where you're speaking, yeah, I get it while you're still trying to get it yeah, just, and come up with three other questions at the same time. If you could just read my mind, it would be super handy. But I'm not telepathic you, to humans. Yeah. Just that would ghosts. be really helpful. <laughs> ghost spirit. Oh, that mm. was interesting. Mm. When I came to the front door just before, you thought you were hearing some footsteps, uh, which could have made things exciting. Yeah, I just wanted to freak you out. <laughs> Does that happen often? No. What, the fact that you want to freak me out or <laughs> hearing footsteps or having ghostly experiences? Um, it doesn't happen often, but there are periods of time where it ramps up and, oh, yeah. then, and then it just dissipates and I don't think about it for a very long time. Mm-hmm. I think because of the way that I am structured now in my contact with spirit that they don't need to get my attention the way that they used to because they mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. that eventually I'm going to be open for business quite yep. soon if they just wait patiently mm-hmm. and that they'll have their time. Yeah. Uh, however, uh, personally, when when it's got nothing to do with doing this for other people but when it comes to me, mm-hmm. I find that around times of um, the usual like everybody else would have happens to me. So around times of anniversaries of people's death. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, Mother's Day, Father's Day, birthdays, though wedding, you yep. know, anything that would be marked as a significant event. Yeah, yep. Um, or date on the calendar that mm-hmm. the same things will happen to me that would happen to you except I'm far more aware of of it of it, the happening mm-hmm. so the most common thing for me is um seeing things 
out of the corner of my eye. I just mm-hmm. know someone's standing there and mm-hmm. I'll, I don't know why I bother looking because they're not going to be there when I look, but I know mm-hmm. that they're there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a matter of whether or not I want to engage. Uh-huh. It's a choice that you have at that point in exactly. time. Exactly. Yeah. And do you choose more Most of the time I don't, unless yeah. they keep doing it and they're yeah. trying to get my attention, in which uh-huh. case I'll just turn around and say, what do you want? Like it's very <laughs> – it's very um, – and nothing to me yeah it's more of an inconvenience if that makes sense it sounds a little cold but I can see how for someone like you it might it's because there's um it's because I have to have boundaries yeah did you learn that yeah 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 because I lived a long time without them yeah and you just can't you can't sustain it, it yeah it's not healthy it does your head in mm-hmm. nearly everyone that um you speak to who uh, has mm, maybe not in a professional professional capacity, but the mediums, especially who are experienced and maybe older, mm-hmm. more mature with it, mm. uh, they will probably all talk about the same kind of thing that mm-hmm. um, it's just not healthy mm. to to be open mm. all the time to what they want. Yeah, um, and. They're naughty. Are they? Yeah. So. The ones that come through just like that. Yeah. Uninvited there. Yeah. A little bit cheeky. Yeah. Okay. Because my home is my sacred space. Yeah. Yep. So if they, if they want to do it while I'm outside, Mm -hmm. then, then fair enough. I'm probably going to give them more opportunity if I'm somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Like if I was at your house, Mm. I would give them the time of day. Oh, right. But if they're in my house and they're interrupting Mm my life, my experience, mm. and it's not mine, mm. which mine don't come through. Like mm-hmm. if it's not mine, then then no, you can just wait. It's bad manners really, isn't it? Is. it? Like it coming is. in without knocking. Mm. Yeah. Um, I do actually get what happens quite a bit in this house that we're in now, mm. uh, which I don't really recall happening maybe not since I was young, mm. but uh, you know how – so my house now has – it's very open. So there's windows mm. and doors everywhere. Mm-hmm. So to when I'm standing in the kitchen and facing out, to the left I've got the veranda that's got French doors all along the front. Mm. Mm-hmm. And to the right I've got windows to the backyard and mm. more doors. Yeah. So it's just everywhere you look you can see outside yeah. practically yep. except straight ahead. Mm-hmm. And – what happens quite a bit in this house is I see them walk past outside the window. Oh, right. I just see them walk past. And I know there's no one there. I know there's not a human there. Yeah. Because it's not possible for them to be where they are. Um, but I see them do that and mm-hmm. I just know that they're out there. Walking past waiting or walking past because? Uh, probably because they just know my light's on. And uh-huh. because I've got a house that's full, <laughs> not full, but... There aren't just one of me in my house, you yes. know, like I've got a couple of us. So <laughs> I, like, I don't know what the children are doing in yep. terms of I can't keep – they don't have an on and off button with yep. the spirits that they're attracting. Yeah. And sometimes you can see what other mediums are getting and mm-hmm. other people are seeing. Wow. But a lot of the time you can't. Okay. But I've found that with, uh, with Alaska I yep. tend to know. Mm-hmm. With Luca, not so much. Right. So I feel that coinciding recently with a few of Alaska's other things that she's been doing that mm-hmm. are very clearly, obviously, abilities at work. Wow. Um, I feel like that isn't a coincidence that there's more activity mm-hmm. happening as well in other areas. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, but it doesn't scare me. How, yeah. How do you feel about that insofar as being a protective mama bear? Do you sort of override oh, certain yeah. things yeah Absolutely. you sort of mm-hmm. she's too young on in yeah yep. yep. because she um won't understand it mm-hmm. so she, i mean they're all very mm-hmm. you know blase about it all mm-hmm. like they don't get freaked out by any of it and they just talk about it like it's i don't know it's normal for them very normal very yep. normal um in your house mm, yeah <laughs> and so they don't ever get scared uh-huh uh of spirit they get scared of people but they Uh don't get scared of spirit yep but a a memory a a brain of a child who is not even seven yet isn't Mm -hmm. 
properly formed to be able to interpret what's happening. Mm-hmm. And so it's about being able to protect her from from what her interpretations might be. Mm-hmm. And so like we've done with Luca, mm-hmm. um, when he chooses, if he chooses, that he wants to open it back up again mm-hmm. and make it a part of his life, then that'll be something that we do with him. Mm-hmm. I haven't shut Alaska down yet or shut it off mm-hmm. um, because I don't have a reason to yet because mm-hmm. she hasn't had the same experiences as, as Luca. Mm-hmm. I feel like Alaska probably just attracts different spirits because Luca always attracted the the ones who needed help. Mm. Alaska, not so much. Alaska attracts the children, the childlike ones and the menacing ones, the mm. like the cheeky ones because mm-hmm. um, I, I think she's just like that too. Mm. She's very pixie, very fairy. <laughs> very cute. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is not me. Mm. So um, I recognize that energy when it's around. Uh-huh. And that's what I feel are the ones that are outside. Yeah, I feel right. like they're just cheeky yep. and they're not trying to be disrespectful. They're not harmful. They're not scary. Mm-hmm. They're just running rings around the house. And Why do they do cheeky. that? Why are they here rather than up there somewhere? Just because they can or is there reasons behind it? Yeah, someone's thinking about them. Okay. And they're trying to work out a way to get to them. Right. Okay. Speak to them. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's the land. Sometimes it's the possessions in the house. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's the people next door. Yep. Um, sometimes it's the people that you had in your house yesterday. Mm. Sometimes, I don't know, mm-hmm. it can be anything. <laughs> sometimes I don't even know why. Yep. Just is. Mm, just just happens. is. Yep. Yeah. Because yep. if you think about like houses that are really old and, um, you know, no one lives in them and they're abandoned and they're haunted. Like when, when we do the paranormal investigations and you watch those shows, mm-hmm. like Portals to Hell, oh um, a lot of those houses are abandoned. A lot of those houses are abandoned and or no one lives in them at least mm-hmm. and they're preserved either for history or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but you go in there and there's a lot of paranormal activity but who is thinking about those people to keep them there and there's no mediums there to bring them there. There's no rhyme or reason why they're there but mm. there is and yep. it's because there's either a portal <laughs> to mm. hell, not really. Um, <laughs> oh, or... you say that so casually. <laughs> I'm over here freaking out. And you're like, oh, not really. Yeah. <laughs> or there were at one stage there was uh, spiritual activity in the house in terms of um, people, humans doing things that they probably didn't know what they were doing, mm-hmm. um, like Ouija boards and seances and things mm-hmm. like that, which mm-hmm. opens up these energies like that are portals mm-hmm. and the energy gets stuck there because it's not closed down. Mm-hmm. And so they're on repeat. And then also there's residual energy as well. And so sometimes when you see things that are on loop, it's residual so mm-hmm. if I was to see a spirit running back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, it, the spirit's not here. It's just a residual of their energy. It's like a, it's mm-hmm. like a, um, it's like an imprint, mm-hmm. like a scar, mm-hmm. like an imprint, a scar that is um, stuck mm-hmm. in that time and space, mm-hmm. and it, it, it's not really even attached to the person mm-hmm. that's in spirit. It's just there. It's just there. It's more attached to the place. Mm-hmm. It's a, an environmental thing. The the actual mm-hmm. could be an object or a room or whatever. Would there be reason to move that along or you just don't worry about it? Depends it depends if it's annoying anyone. I suppose. So yeah. like if there's someone living in the house, then absolutely. You just clear it. You yeah. just clear the energy. Mm. Um, but As if, in sage it out? or Yeah, do a few other things as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, Yeah, it just depends. It just mm. depends on what they want to do with that space. Mm-hmm. But residual energy is harmless. It's just annoying. Mm. I lived in a house with residual energy mm-hmm. and every morning at about 3 o'clock for about 45 minutes or so, it would sound like someone was dragging furniture across the ceiling. Oh, that is annoying. Mm. And it would happen from one end of the hallway to the other. Uh-huh. And it was freaking out my younger sister and my parents. Uh-huh. It was when I first met Matt. So it wasn't an apartment? No, it was in a house. Uh-huh. We'd lived there. They, we'd only been living there for a few months. Right. And it just started happening every morning. Wow. Every morning. And then we worked out that it was, there was actually an intelligent energy that had joined in, but I think that I brought that intelligent energy because my sister, who was quite young at the time, she would have been maybe 12. Right. Um, and or maybe 13, and it was freaking her out and her bedroom shared a wall with mine. Uh And when she woke up 
to these noises. Sometimes you could only hear them in one room though and it would be so loud and you couldn't even hear it in the other room and then sometimes mm-hmm. you could hear it through the whole house. Like it was strange how it moved. Very but, weird. Um, it, she would talk about it for, for nights. She was talking about it and we are just like, we don't know what you're talking about. You're being silly, just overactive teenage mind. <laughs> and, be, and you'd think that if, if anyone was going to know about it, I was going to know about it mm. and I didn't. Meanwhile, I was pregnant. Um, um, and um, then we, Matt and I started to experience it and we were just like, what is this? And it was not going to be on because every morning at three o'clock, it's just like dance party on the ceiling. It's like, oh what is going gosh. on? So I said to my sister, um, if you wake up and you get scared, just because we shared a bed, a, mm-hmm. a wall, just knock on the wall yeah. four yeah. times. Yeah. And if I knock back. It's all good. I'm hearing what you're hearing and it's okay. Like I'm oh, awake and it's yep, all good. Yep. So she knocked mm-hmm. and then the next morning she goes, oh, that, that's a really good system. I'm so glad that that is because it made me feel so much better and I went straight back to sleep and I go, what are you talking about? Oh, God. And I wasn't the one that knocked. Oh, my so goodness. something knocked back. So we worked out that it was an intelligent spirit as well as the residual. So once we sorted that out, it was fine. It was gone. It never happened again. Oh, my gosh. And, and he, meanwhile, my dad's cons- like so... Um, you know, persisting with the idea that it was a possum in the roof, and I'm like, it's not a freaking possum. But that's that not. Not a freaking possum. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Mm. When you talked about an intelligent spirit, mm-hmm. did you say? Yeah. What? So an intelligent <laughs> haunting or an intelligent spirit is uh-huh. one that is is not residual. Yeah. So it can communicate with you. And was it trying to? Well, it was separate. So there was a residual, which was uh-huh. the noises we were hearing. Yeah. But then the knock back. The knock was an intelligent spirit. Yeah. Which probably just came from a spirit that was around me. Uh huh. So you sorted it out, mm. straightened it out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, all right. Thanks for listening to our ramblings Thank and you. my clunky questions <laughs> and my long answers. <laughs> That's why you're here. You love it. Mm, you love it. <laughs> I do. Hopefully some of the listeners do too. Yeah. Let us know if you're liking it, um, what you want to hear more of, questions, anything, stories. Yep. Get in touch. Give us content. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't have to talk about myself. Uh, Put her in the hot seat, guys. Get in touch on Instagram or on Gmail. All the information's in the show notes. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.